This life-changing message comes to you from Church of the Harvest. It's our prayer that this message will inspire your life and bring hope to your future. Family day, and we're calling this hashtag one family. So hashtag. Uh, Got to put that hashtag in. There. Oh wait, hashtag one family. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many of you know that family is very important to God? God instituted the family from the very beginning. It's the first thing, really, he did with man, right? I mean, uh, he, he created man, created woman, and that was the first family, right? And so God placed each one of us into a specific family, and that means that each one of us are important in that family. Each one of us has a role to play. It doesn't matter how old we are. I know old, I know you're, you're, probably, you're not old until you're like 112, right? He learned from last week. I'm betting there's nobody in here over 112, so I haven't gotten myself in trouble. <laughs> or if you're in here and you're six, we have anybody in here that's six? Oh, okay, all right, yeah, we got a couple, okay. It doesn't matter. We're all important, equally important in the family. We all have a role to play. And how many of you know we all have responsibility in the family, no matter how old we are? How many of you... How many of you are between the ages of 6 and 10? Who is 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10? Okay, a bunch. How many of you would say that you have some responsibilities in your house? You've got some things. Your mom and dad say, you better do this, right? You've got some responsibilities. You're also responsible to love your mom and dad, right? Some of you are responsible to, how many of you are responsible to clean up your room? Uh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. We all have responsibilities. <laughs> so we're all from different families. We're all in here, and we're all from different families, and all of our families look a little different, don't they? We all look a little different. All right, so got a bag here, got a few things in here. Let's see if y'all can help me uh, figure out what's in here. All right, what is this? An apple. Okay, does anybody actually, can you tell by looking at it what kind of apple it might be? It's not fake, and it's not a Fuji. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Any, okay, Pastor Rob, what, what, what? Is it a Honeycrisp? Oh, yes, it is a Honeycrisp. <laughs> she almost said, oh, no. I had, I had to look at my notes and make sure it was right. I, I right. looked at my notes. So, so, so we got a Honeycrisp right here. All right, let's see what else I have right here. Okay, what's this? All right, does anybody know what kind of apple this is? Oh, y'all know that a red delicious. Who likes red delicious apples? Yeah, they're not my favorite. Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay. Now, got one more apple in here. What kind is this? How did you know it was a Granny Smith? That's amazing. A Granny Smith apple. Actually, I kind of like these. They're a little bit kind of tart and sweet. And yeah, you like that? You can't have it. Maybe later. I'm going to use it in a Snicker apple Cool Whip salad later. It's got a purpose. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So what do we have right here? We got three apples, right? They're all apples, right? Are they all apples? They're all but different colors. Now, let me ask you this. Um, do you guys think these apples came from the same tree? No, they didn't. They all came from a different tree, right? And they all came from a tree that produced apples just like themselves, right? So this came from a tree that made apples that look pretty much just like this. And the same with this one and the same with that. Now, if you ever had a tree that started having all three of these, thought, man, what is wrong with that one? See, that's, that's a little run of the, of the litter there. That he's, yeah. You would never have a tree that had all three of those types of apples, would you? That'd be very bizarre. There'd be something wrong with it. Time to plant another apple tree. All right, so we know right here in Genesis 1-1, at 1-11, it says that every seed will bring forth a fruit 
of its own kind. Now, let me ask this question. Has anybody in here ever been told that you look like somebody in your family? Everybody like, you look just like your mama. You look just like your dad. Okay, who's somebody in here that's sitting next to a family member that you think you look just like? Who? Who? All right, Jerry, who do you look just like? Who? Joshua. Okay, y'all stand up together here real quick. Joshua and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they look alike? Yeah, we can yeah, tell they were. we'll give them that. We can tell they were born into the same family. All right, have uh, a seat. Who else we got? Who else we got that looks the same? Okay, you two, come here. <laughs> Amy and Amir, come here. <laughs> look out this way. Can you tell that they're from the same family? Now, they do just happen to be twins, <laughs> but you can tell. All right, y'all can have a seat. Who else? Who else says they, look, yeah, okay, you too. All right. Actually, yeah. look, at, look at those faces. Look at them eyes. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else over here? Who do you look like? Look like your daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all stand up. Let, let me see. Let me see. Stand up, Jonathan. We're, we're going to get to that visual soon. Man, they look exactly the same. Who do you look like, Isabella? You do look a lot like your mommy. I can, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Man, that's a good one. Ron and Ronnie. I wasn't talking that's about that's Tim Ella. and Brenda. Pastor Rob, that's Ella. But y'all look at Ron and Ron, Ron Ella. and Ella. Ella. Did I say Ronnie? My bad. Ron and Ella. You can tell they have similar characteristics. And just like apples come from trees that produce apples that look just like them, usually we come from families where we have similar characteristics to those in our family tree, right? Many times, usually, we have similar skin color, usually eyes, eye color and stuff. Well, and sometimes it passes down. Sometimes, for instance, Madison and uh, Lauren have blue eyes. Well, I was asking my wife what was up because we don't have no blue eyes. And my parents don't have blue eyes, and her parents don't have blue eyes. And I was like, no, I'm just kidding. I went. But, but my granddad has blue eyes, right? Sometimes things kind of skip. But still, characteristics in a family tree kind of pass down to us, don't they? So even if we don't look real similar, usually there are similar traits that are passed biologically through our family. So with that said, go ahead. Here's what we want to point out is that we are all important in our home. We all have a place and we all have a role within our family. True? So, all right, where are my kids in here? Raise your hands. If you're a kid, kids can be anywhere between, I don't know, 18 and under, all right, in case you're wondering today. All right, so here's my question, and we can't get all of your answers, but we're going to get a few. All right, kids, what are some of your responsibilities within the home? What's, tell us, tell us. One, 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 one responsibility. Thing. I know Isabella well. Cleaning my room. Cleaning a room. Cleaning my room. Yes, that's a good one. Matt, what is a responsibility in your home? Uh-oh. Two, mowing and making sure he doesn't sound so bad when he sings. Oh. How do you correct his singing? Just say be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have one? What's one of the responsibilities in your home? Brushing your teeth, that's a good one. <laughs> Everybody in your home is thankful for that. Everybody is. Yep. Anybody else? I get, here, I'll get two more. I already got y'all. I already got y'all. Yes. What's the responsibility you have in your home? Feeding my guinea pigs. 
Feeding the guinea pigs. Got one? Feeding my dog. Feeding the dog. All right. All right. We better stop at that. So, uh, how many of you would say a lot of those responsibilities, um, you're acting on obedience because you don't always want to do it? Doing what mom and dad says. So, a lot of it is obeying what mom and dad says, right? Even if we don't like it, even if we don't understand it, we're going to obey and we're going to do. Okay, how many parents we have in here? All right, we're going to pull some of you parents now. Same question. What are some of your responsibilities in the home? Really, just give one because we don't have all day. Yes. Paying the bills. Oh, paying the bills. Miss Connie? Lots of laundry. Lots of laundry. Liz? Going to work. Going to work. Dishes. dishes. The dishes. That's a good one. What other responsibilities? Parents, adults in the home. Responsibilities. Yes, Michael? Cooking dinner. Cooking dinner. Ooh, yeah. Giving out responsibilities. <laughs> Delegating. <laughs> That's good. Coordinating schedules. Coordinating schedules is a huge one. Anybody else? I said, yeah. Making sure kids get a bath. Making sure kids get a bath. That's another one of those ones, yeah. You know, a couple other things that I thought, you know, sometimes I think we always think of our to-do list, but um, how about as parents in a... Maybe on our list may be to pray for our children and lead by example. Mm. Yep, yep. Is that it? That, you know, we don't want to just tell and say do, but we want to do and say together, right? We don't want to just talk and not right. act on the same thing. What's our last so, word? Um, the next one here is, um, okay, do we have any single people or young adults in here? All right. There's not, yeah, we got a few here. Okay, so question for you. What is your response? What are some of your responsibilities? Single this is people. of all ages. This Single people in the ages. home, you're grown up. You're, can... you're grown now. What are your responsibilities? Now, we're talking about your family. You may not even live at home with your family, but what are your responsibilities within your family? Ain't got nobody raising their hand. <laughs> We've got some siblings trying to get a hand raised. Give me one, Nadia. <laughs> what was the question? Here, here we go, Everybody, Rob, everybody's pointing at her. Responsibilities you have as a young adult to your family. Being what? Being an example for your siblings, that's good. I think I saw a yes, hand over here. Ah. Yes, what are you talking, you're not young? Communication with your family. Mm. Communication with the family. Keeping communication open, that's good. Anybody else who's single, what is your responsibility to your family? Huh? Driving your siblings around. Driving your siblings <laughs> around, yeah. I'm thankful for that one. Yeah? All right, okay. so our last group of people here we want to call out, do we have any grandparents? Okay, grandparents, what kind of responsibility do you have? In the family. In the family. So where's the, where's the grandparent? Let's see. Sue Ann, I'll give it to you again. Um, like what she just said, praying, praying for my grandchild. Praying for your kids and your grandkids, right? Right. Anybody else that's a grandparent? Yes. Making everybody happy. <laughs> Good luck on that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Who's a grandparent that would say, Miss Dorothy, just go ahead. Yeah, pass it down to her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to encourage them to do the things that their parents they do to be obedient to their parents and their grandparents that's and good. to love everybody that's, that's very good. good that's good anybody else yes Mr. Ken praying for our children our grandchildren every day that they'll be blessed favored protected in this world Amen. means more to me than anything else 
good. It's good. Okay, now I'm surprised. I was expecting to get this response from at least one grandparent in here to be a babysitter. <laughs> How many of y'all do that but maybe don't want to? You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> So how many of you get the point? We are all important in the home, and we all have a role to play in our family regardless of our stage in life, right? Whether we're six years old or we're 106 years old, we all are important, and we all have a role to play. And so we're talking about biological, you know, in our family, biological characteristics. Sometimes we know that's, you know, different. There's also a wonderful thing called adoption, right? And most of us, you may have been adopted. You may, I'm sure you know somebody was adopted. But, you know, in that, the parents desire to, to give a child a home. Maybe they couldn't have children themselves, or, or maybe they could, but they just felt, you know, impressed to, to adopt a child. And, you know, and the funny thing is, usually they still end up taking on the characteristics of the family. Isn't that true? They may not have the physical characteristics, but there's other characteristics that many times, even if we're adopted, that we take on in the family that we were adopted into. Isn't that right? And we know that adoption is a great thing. How do we know that adoption is a great thing? It's not mentioned in the Bible. Well, actually, it kind of is because God adopted us, right? We were adopted into God's family. Um, so without being adopted, there's another kind of family tree, and that's what I'm talking about, where we can belong to no matter what our last name is. What family is that? God's family. The family of God, right. Are we all born into the family of God? Yeah. We've been adopted, I'm sorry, we've been adopted into the family of God. And in this family, look around to your left and your right, we don't necessarily look like each other, do we? No? I mean, everybody says that me and Johnny look like brothers, but I just, I just, I just don't see it. I don't know. I, I don't see it. Yeah, you are a little better looking. But I just, I just, I just don't see it. But, but we are. We're part of the same family. And uh, we... The question is, how do we know we're part of the same family? What, what, what is it that we have in common? So we may not necessarily look like each other, but what are the characteristics that we have in common? It's Jesus. It's the characteristics that make up Jesus, right, that we're supposed to take on. And the characteristics we have as part of the family of God, they're not physical characteristics. They're what comes out of us from the inside. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16, 7, the Lord doesn't look at the things man looks at. What do we see when we look at somebody? Outside. We see the outside. We see if they're, you know, what, what, what their body looks like, you know, you know, if they fix their hair today, you know, we, we smell whether or not, you know, they brush them teeth or took a bath or whatever else. And we see all these things on the outside, right? But it says here that man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So what kind of tree are we from? If each one of these is from a different tree, what kind of tree are we from? Well, our tree is right there. Can everybody see our tree? Everybody see our tree? Everybody we planted on the here? stage last night. That you planted. There it is. <laughs> it took some super fertilizer. Now, what is our tree missing right now? Some fruit, some leaves, right? So um, we actually want to put some leaves on this tree. Now, here's how we're going to do this. I want you guys to look underneath your chair... Not everybody's going to have something, but we've got about 18 different leaves underneath chairs. So if there's not one under you, you might look at the chairs next to you. There should be 18 but of them. But if there's a leaf underneath your tree, I want you to get that and hold it up for me. They're taped to the bottom. You're going to have to get down there. You oh, might have to get to a kid. I'm starting to see them. Dig down there underneath and take a look under the Just chair. feel. 18 leaves. I see one. 
So once you get it, I've just put it in your hand. Now. We're going to have you say what they are in just a moment. All right. Once you found a leaf, just kind of just kind of hold it up there. There's 18 of them. Look around. Look around. All right. I'm going I'm to come around and collect the leaves, but let me say this. All the leaves say something. We were talking about these godly characteristics of Jesus that we take on as part of the family of God. And so each one of these leaves has a different word on it. So what does your leaf say? Gentle. Gentle. That's a characteristic of Jesus. All right, next one. What, what's it say? Loving. Loving. Okay, good. Let me get that. There we go. And let me get somebody... Um, Johnny, let me get Johnny. Johnny, why don't you help me out? And you start taking those up and put them on, start putting them on the tree for me, okay? Who else? Yes, sir, what's your say? Forgiving. Good. Why don't you pass that on down? James, what's your say? Full of joy. Full of joy. That's a good one, okay? All right. Who else? Anybody else? Was there any more back here? I was thinking there was a couple back here somewhere. I don't know. All right. What you got, Michael? Faithful. Faithful. That's a characteristic of Jesus. There you go, Johnny. That's a good one. Now, as these start going up on the tree, you're going to notice something about these leaves. Let me get a few more. What you got? We found it together. Oh, caring. caring. Okay, that's a good one. Yes, ma'am? Love Jesus. Loving Jesus. These are characteristics of our family, right? A grateful spirit. A grateful spirit. That's good. That's good. All right, I'm going around. Yes, ma'am? Kind. Kind. That's a characteristic of Jesus. Randall? Patient. Patient. That's good. Yep. Who else we got? Yes, ma'am. Read the Bible. That's, that's certainly a good characteristic. Who we got down there on the end? Miss Lisa? Sharing. Sharing. That's good. That's good. All right. Just two more. Who else we got? Matt? Pray. Pray. Okay. Giving. Giving. To help and serve others. I'm getting a handful here. Yes, ma'am. Self-control. Self-control. That's a good one. Is there anybody else that found a leaf? That looks like that's close to all of them. How many of you see that we have a tree now and all the leaves look different, don't they? All the leaves look different. But the one thing the leaves have in common, that common characteristic, is what's written on them is the fact that they all have a characteristic of Jesus. These are the things, when we're born into the family of God, and we're adopted into the family of God, these are the things that become, begin to come out of us, and these are the things that are, pressed, that are passed on through us genetically through that spiritual DNA when we become adopted into God's family. Does that make sense? This is what brings us together. So these things right here are how we should recognize each other as being adopted into the kingdom of God, right? Jesus said, you will know our family. You'll know them by their fruit. And this is the fruit. This is it. We all look different. We're all different shapes and sizes and colors. But we all have these things in common. Now, we're all here today, right? <laughs> are you, is anybody not here that's here? Right, exactly. So we are all here at church together today. Why? Because we're all part of the same family, right? That's right. We're all a part of God's kingdom. You know, some of you aren't a part of Harvest, but you're here because your kids are here right. and you love God. And so you are a part of his right. family, part of a church family. So what does that look like here at Church of the Harvest? You know, what does it look like to be a part of a church family here at Harvest? And at whatever church you go to, let me, as we wrap up here, let me ask a question. Raise your hand and tell me 
What is one responsibility that you have within your local church? What's responsibility you have? Yes. To serve. To serve. Okay. In different areas to help out. Yep. Yes. What's the responsibility you have in the church? To listen to God. Okay. To listen. Listen to God. Yep. And God speaks to us a lot of different ways, doesn't he? Yes, sir. Uh, to worship. Okay. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Read the Bible. Okay. See? Tithe. To tithe, to give. That's good. That's part of supporting the church. Anybody else that would say they have, you know, as a responsibility in the local church? To fellowship. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That's one. That's a big one. Yes, ma'am. To be there. Oh. <laughs> ding, ding. That was on my list. Number one. Oh, go to church Actually, regularly. go. Yeah. Yes. Go, be there. To minister to the children. To minister to the children and serving. Yes, ma'am. Use the gifts and the talents God has given you in the church. Yep. Yes, ma'am. To encourage. That's good. Yes, ma'am. To be respectful. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. To pray. Yeah. That's good. Have a last one? Yes. To show up on time. Oh, show up on time. I like that. And he he can only say that because we've gotten on him about it before. (laughs) So we as a church family, I mean, you guys nailed it. We have a, you know, we need to be present. Without you, we're lacking. We're missing something. Part of the family's not there. It's not working the way that it's supposed to. Um, You're supposed to serve within those um, gifts and talents that God's placed on the inside of you. Use those to serve within the church family. Um, Being a blessing to those around you. Um, I love what Steve said about giving your tithes. And I want to take a moment and actually tell you guys a couple numbers here. Um, How many of y'all have been blessed so much by our kids and our youth today and hearing their testimonies? Um, I want to tell y'all that it's because of you guys that those experiences and all those kids were able to go. We, I want to give these and get this number right. We, you guys gave $2,720 to sponsor kids to go to kids Kids camp. That, yeah, that is awesome, you guys. And then in addition to that, you guys know we did um, several fundraisers um, for Kids Camp as well to help offset the expense of the camp. And we raised $1,500 through that. And then with our youth, you guys gave $840 to to go towards them. And so, and I want to share something with this real fast. Um, Several of you I know that you gave, and you gave towards a specific kid or a specific youth to go to camp. And um, a couple of you that did that, I just want you to know that those individuals actually accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So that money, that step of faith, guys, it's making an eternal difference. And that's you guys as a church family doing what God has asked you to do. So there's our tree. Everybody like our tree? Pretty awesome, huh? And would you ever see a tree like this if you go out for a hike? No, of course not. The cool thing is with our family, God created something brand new. He created something brand new, unique, and special. And we are all important. We're all a part of that. And uh, we can't take that for granted. Um, And one thing think about this morning, it's God that chooses what family we're born into. And it's God that chooses the characteristics that we take on. And um, God chose what family that I'd be born into and how I'd look. But God never makes us be a part of his tree. 
Does that make sense? That's one difference. Usually with adoption, many times children are adopted when they're very young, and they didn't really have a choice in it, but they're just glad to have somebody to love them. Um, it's a little different with God's family. He did create something unique and new, but he never forces us to be part of his family. He invites us to be a part of his family, and that's what makes it different. Um, you know, we have to stop and think, and that's the question we want to end with, is, is my leaf on God's family tree. Have you been adopted into God's family? He didn't force you to do it. You don't just say yeah because you were born in church. You say yes because you were invited and you accepted. So with that, let's just bow our heads for just a moment. We're going to close here real quickly, but that's my question. If you're here and you would say, what, say you know what? I've never prayed and I've never asked Jesus to be Lord of my life. And I, I may, I'm a part of a family. Maybe, maybe you look like one of your parents or siblings. But maybe you realize that you've never been adopted into God's family. And you recognize that maybe you know in your heart that your, tree, your, your leaf's not up there on his tree. And you don't see those characteristics of Jesus coming out of you. Being gentle and kind and sharing and helping and serving and forgiving and self-control and joy and faithfulness. You don't, you don't see that characteristic within yourself. Well, the Bible says that all you've got to do is surrender yourself and say, you know what, Jesus, I want to be part of your family. I, I'm not going to keep doing things my own way and trying to truck it through life, doing my own thing. Instead, I, I, I want to be part of a spiritual family. I want to be part of a family where I know that the day that I, that I, I die on this earth, I know that I'm going to go straight to heaven and I'm going to be with my family forever and ever and ever. If that's you and you would recognize that Jesus isn't Lord of your life, with every head bowed, just lift your hand and let me see real quick. Who would say, I need to ask Jesus to be Lord of my life today? Is there anybody in here? Yeah. Anybody else who would say, I need to make Jesus Lord of my life? Awesome. Man, we got a few kids and adults alike because we're all family, folks. It's not about age. It's not about where we've reached in maturity. It's not about milestones and accomplishments in life. It's about coming to a place where we come face to face with Jesus and he says, will you be part of my family? And we say, yes, Lord, I'll follow you for the rest of my life. We're going to pray a prayer together. And the Bible says, if you mean it with your heart, that you change families. You're no longer a part of the kingdom of darkness, but you're part of the kingdom of light. And the Bible says you become a new creation. And you can be assured that the day that you die, that you're going to open your eyes and you're going to find yourself standing next to Jesus and the rest of his family. We're going to pray together. I want everybody just to, everybody to pray together, regardless whether you raise your hand or not. And like I say, just mean it with your heart and let God do the work within you. Everybody say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for making a way that I can be part of your family. I'm sorry for my sin and my failures. And I thank you for paying the price for them. Jesus, you now are Lord of my life. I call you my Lord and my master. You're the new head of my family. And I will follow you all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, fill me. 
and give me the power to do everything you've called me to. I will live for you all the days of my life from this day forward to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody give the Lord a hand. If you'd like to get more information about resources from Church of the Harvest, please check out our website at midsouthharvest.org. You may also contact us by phone at 662-890-1573 or toll free at 866-383-8277. You are Lord, I'm a sinner.